All right, guys, I've been waiting for this one. Uh, have you started holiday shopping yet? Uh, if you're like me, 2020 has felt like the longest year yet. Here we are getting ready for the holidays. And just like most everything else, even shopping looks a little bit different. And that's where Sally Sue Collections comes in. They're an online boutique with personalized goods to fit your taste and style. And there's plenty of fun and sassy items in stock and ready to ship. Mugs to tumblers to shirts and hats and gifts for our amazing teachers and frontline workers. SallySueCollections.com has you covered. Give the gift of thoughtfulness this year and stand out with fun and unique items. And you'll also be supporting a local business. And and that's what this whole thing is about. Shop local, support local. Um, with SallySueCollections.com, your shopping experience is 100% contactless. And keep in mind that due to the volume of online shopping this year, orders are anticipated to be high. So what does that mean for you? Shop early and then kick back and enjoy your time with friends and family. There's never been a better year to plan ahead, shop safely, and find those special gifts for your loved ones, friends, and colleagues. And that's where SallySueCollections.com comes in. Visit them. Sally Sue Collections. Get in there, get your gifts, and have a rockin' end of the year. All right, guys, you know that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Happiest. Happiest is your number one place to go for premium CBD products at a fraction of the cost. This is perfect for any first-time user and for the veteran user. There's no THC. It's locally sourced and third-party tested, so you don't have to worry about paying for any fancy celebrities or a drug test. These guys have something for everybody, and I personally enjoy their products. In fact, my favorite one's the Sleep Aid, so go check them out, happiestmed.com. H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com right in time for the holiday seasons. Again, go check them out, happiestmed.com and have fun. All right, guys, you know what time it is. It's time for me to introduce my next guest, Shad Sorensen. But before I do, I wanted to let you guys know about the opportunities I have on my Facebook group. So that's where I'm going to interact a lot with you guys. I got rid of my community number. So if you're a part of that, just switch over to the group, go to facebook.com, type in the Thinking Project group. It's a private group, but as long as you've been over, uh, excuse me, as long as you've been on Facebook for more than a year, I'll let you in. Um, but follow me on, uh, join that group, follow me on Instagram at Dalton K Jensen. Um, and today I got to interview Shad Sorensen and this was another one. So funny story. Uh, you heard one of these before, um, with Bart Merrill, but this was the second one, uh, over the weekend, one of these weekends, a a few weeks ago, my computer crashed and I lost a bunch of podcasts. Uh, there were three of them in fact. Uh, this is the second one, but I had an amazing conversation the second time around with Shad. Uh, it was so much fun. He's in the holistic and alternative healing, uh, with, and does some journeys. Um, he does a lot of retreats as well and uh, uses a lot of alternative methods that I am really embracing. Uh, I've had a few of those, uh, actually interviews over the past. So, uh, you guys are going to really enjoy this one. I had a lot of fun with Shad. He's an amazing guy and tell me what you think. Uh, join the group, but without further ado, Shad's words. Welcome, everybody. This is Dalton Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. What's up, Chad? How you doing? <laughs> Thanks for coming back, man. <laughs> Not a problem. Dude, my, this is, a, this will be the third time people will be hearing this, but 
like, dude, my computer just crashed and it just went crazy, bro. You know, <laughs> so you get to tell your story twice, man. You just got to surrender to those type of things. <laughs> For real, dude. So I guess we start with, because even though this is the second time we're meeting, um, first time for the people listening, but what, so tell us what you do and like what you're good at. Okay. So I help people overcome depression, anxiety, um, things like that. Just yeah. help them be happier. I have a bunch of different modalities. Um, but the basis of what I do is just like what Carl Jung called a shadow work. For those of your listeners that don't know, Carl Jung was like the father of modern psychiatry. It was him and yeah. Freud. Mm-hmm. Freud, I don't care for very much. <laughs> yeah, he way smarter than I do, right. than I am, you know. But uh, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Carl Jung. I think he had it right. Freud, Freud's basis was that you know all human desires based around sexuality. Yeah, and. Carl Jung had it a little deeper where it's like we have this shadow side. We have these things that we won't look at about ourselves and we go through life compensating for them and we don't even realize it. And if we would just face our darkness, it's the archetypical hero's journey, facing the dragon, vincing the dragon. (laughs) Yeah. And if we just face our pain and we face these things that we're not willing to look at, life gets a lot easier and we get a lot happier. So, you know, a lot of my cases cases. That's a weird (laughs) word to use. A lot of my clients are like maybe suffering from depression and anxiety, um, suffering from other, you know, they're just not happy. Life is not working for them. But there's also, there's also a side of like helping people perform better in their business or helping people perform better, especially in their relationships. That's one thing I'm really good at is relationships, conflict resolution, things like that. Like, Mm -hmm. but, but the basis of it is like how to be truly happy. And I'm a person that's sought happiness everywhere like (laughs) relationships like i've traveled the world i've been to peru i've I've been everywhere and i spent a lot like three or four years traveling heavily and thought i could find happiness there yeah and i get home and (laughs) i'm still not happy like posting all these photos on facebook like look at me i was never that bad but just you know there was always that underlying like you know, oh, I love the likes. Yeah, type of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But I get home, and I still wasn't happy. And here I am. Everyone's like, "Oh man!" Um, and now, you know, I just went to Peru in April, kind of for work, but for play too. But it was like, it was funny because a week into my vacation, it's like, man, I just want to be home. Yeah, working with my clients, like it's the exact opposite. <laughs> working with people. Yeah, like I used to travel to kind of escape my life. Yeah. And now it's like, I don't want to travel. I want to be here doing what I do. And, and that's, and that's really genuine. Like I love what I do. I love my life and it's not perfect. We all go through these dark periods. We all go through these happy periods. Like anyone that teaches like, Oh no, you can have the perfect life. It's bullshit. Yeah. Can I swear? Yeah. Is that yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Good, <laughs> Sorry. <you're good. laughs> but it's, it's, it's bullshit. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah, you I have a lot of you. coaches that are like, Oh, I got the perfect life. And, and some of them really do have a great life, but run from anyone that says that they don't have dark times yeah. that they don't have hard periods because that is a part of life yeah and for sure they're lying about it like i would i would say that i know lying's a strong word but i would yeah. go that far right yeah and you know I, I get it because i've kind of gone through this as i've i've started down this you know to get vulnerable like 
I just went through a dark period a couple months ago, like coronavirus. Like this has been the best year of my life. Let me start off with that. Yeah. But there are periods where you go through and you learn things about yourself. Yeah. You learn things about yourself in those dark times. When you're on, you know, when, when life is good, you don't learn anything. That's the enjoyable part. Yeah. But it's when you fail when you don't succeed, that's when you really learn things. And so we all go through these cycles in our lives. And I just came out of one. And um, yeah, man, it's it's like what I teach, what I help people with, it's not how to have the perfect life, but how to deal with life. Because yeah. we're all gonna go through these fun periods and we're all gonna <laughs> go through these dark periods. And, and that's life. Yeah. Think about the movies we like. We go to these rom-coms. I don't know. I'm a fan of rom-coms. I do, Maybe yeah. I, I am a hopeless romantic as well. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't admit that, but uh, no, like what kind of movies do we want to watch? Do we want to go to a movie where they live happily ever after and, and everything like that through the yeah. whole movie? No. Maybe yeah. in the end. Um, but during that, you know, it's these ups and downs. Like yeah, one of my favorites is how to lose a guy in 10 days, <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you know, and, and maybe we don't want it that toxic yeah. of relationships and like, but the point is, is if we were happy all the time, life would be really boring. Yeah. And these lull periods and, and these, these messy phases, as I call them, they give meaning to the happy parts of our lives. And I just want to say this, like my worst days are better than my happiest days were four years ago. Oh, wow. So like even my worst times that I go through where I'm like, woe is me. Like, yeah, what am I yeah, doing? Yeah. You know, um, they're better than my best days four years ago. That's that's crazy. So that's cool to think about. Yeah, though. yeah, that linear progression, mm -hmm. up, right? Um, I wish it was a non-linear progression. Right. So it's like, <laughs> like right. gravity or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's crazy, dude. So I actually want to ask you a question that sure. that might be because um, I've had a few like. Um, you know, holistic healers on here. I've had a few people who like, uh, you know, uh, Reiki masters, uh, yoga teachers, you know, that kind of mindfulness and meditation coaches. And this is something we get into, but I just like to ask it. Um, but what do you think is the hardest part for people to accept like these different forms of modality to um, combat depression and anxiety, right? Because we hear about the normal stuff, right? You go to, you do talk therapy, maybe they prescribe you something, you know, and you get on these prescriptions um but people you know they'll they'll go away from like yoga or maybe they'll go away from mindfulness and meditation like some people will completely write it off i don't know i think it's kind of changing like the tide is turning yeah for that with that um i mean certainly because i've interviewed a lot of people who who make good livings doing that um <clears throat> but i'm just curious why why you think some people write those off so quickly so i was one of those people that wrote it off okay. so quickly um I come, I came from a very orthodox religion background and I left that religion. And so it was like, no, if you can't see it, touch it, feel it, taste it, yeah, it does not exist. I was almost atheist. No, I was atheist. Well, I don't know if I was completely atheist, but I doubted the existence of God. Yeah. And I think that's healthy. I, I question everything. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. But I'm not a cynic. Like right. it, it's that, it's that dichotomy of like question everything, but be open to anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I was that way. And I think, 
I think it comes from our Western perspective. Like we're so in our head. We're so yeah. like we we put so much value on normal consciousness mm-hmm. of this, like the practicality and the logic. And I think that's great. Yeah. I, science. Like I don't think we should denounce science. And yeah, I you agree know, there's too, a lot yeah. of people out there. Oh, the coronavirus is being caused by five G <laughs> towers and blah. Yeah. You know, viruses don't exist and like. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, or that's maybe weird. You're crazy. Yeah, no. you're crazy. I'm sure. just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just alienated half my yeah, friends. No, right. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no um, I'm really just joking. But uh, so I don't think we should denounce science. But science can only take us so far. Yeah, I agree. And science is safe. It's measured. It's calculated. Like I, I'm a man of two worlds. I love science. You yeah. want to talk about astrophysics, like orbital dynamics, space. Yeah. Sex, nuclear, like I love that stuff. Right. But science can only take so far. Spirituality is where science, you know, can't take us. And I think that's important to have. Like we, you know, religion used to say, oh, lightning is Zeus, you know. Yeah. Throw yeah. throwing because he's mad at us. And and I think science will get to a point where it explains spirituality completely. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that going on even right now. In quantum you know? physics. Yeah. Like, quantum yeah. physics is weird. <laughs> right. Superposition <laughs> and, like, a particle can act like a wave. Yeah. Or yeah. a particle, depending on if you're watching it. Like, it's like, <laughs> what? So, um, well, yeah, even but even down to, like, the breath sciences, right? Like, that book by James Nestor, Breath. He, okay. he brings up a lot of science behind, like, why this breath is working and why breath is, like, a very powerful tool for like depression and anxiety you know like um a lot of people will do breathing techniques like they have those in their back pocket for like anxiety attacks or panic attacks or something i i think this like i think this is it so that those type of things attract a lot of people that are not logical Mm. but are more emotional yeah yeah um oh that that's a good answer yeah and so the better ones and the problem is, is like on, on my journey, I've, I've gotten a lot of things wrong. Like, yeah. like, oh, like, all of like as you're expanding <laughs> your mind, as you're like thinking about things, as you're diving into your soul, as you're rewiring your brain, perhaps like you get things wrong. Yeah. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of truth and there's a lot of bullshit. Just like yeah. in science, like you, you know, you have you you know you have studies that are just complete crap for sure and you yeah, you know sure. and that's the scientific method of you know try it out see yeah, if it works have other people reviews, try yeah. it out peer reviewed mm-hmm. but um so that i think that's the basis of it is we put so much emphasis on logic and reason yeah. and which is good yeah. I'm not saying that but yeah. there's another side of emotions Right. And that, that's like perfect segue of what I wanted to talk about. But yeah, uh, so yeah, we'll go for it. Um, yeah, I'm, well, the whole yeah, the whole thing. But <laughs> um, we don't have to get into that yet. Right. But <laughs> just um, I think I come from a very logical background, yeah. and I think you really want to be happy. Get away, not get away from logic. How do I say this so it's not misinterpreted? Keep logic, yeah. but add the emotional side in there. Yeah. I think, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, well, that makes a lot of sense because, um, you know, I read that book by Mark Manson, Hope is Effed. 
and he talks about that like you can't have zero emotions otherwise you'll never like you won't care about anything you'll mm-hmm. miss every meeting he, t- he tells a really good story in that book about a guy who um you know had an accident and and like lost that emotional side of his brain like lost the triggers for that and he was like missing meetings and like you know what i mean he was just like everything went down to the toilet because he didn't care he was just like i'll just do whatever i want um and so you have to have it but it's about emotional management you know not necessarily so you don't leave the logic you just manage your emotions yeah right and so you know you don't get too excited you don't get too sad you know you know you realize that you know things come to pass and things end or things are just starting and you start to see patterns and so as you manage your emotions those patterns become more clear in certain situations and so you know because of the people like i when i think of people who are very emotionally stable you know they can they can manage their emotions in a lot of situations i i talk to them and and it's because a lot of the times experience is a big factor in that you know they're they're faced with like a problem or like a what i would think was like holy crap this is like bad right and they're like cool and and collected and i'm like dude what's going on like why aren't you freaking out they're like i've been here before like just gonna we're just gonna ride this out i I know i've seen the pattern where you know what i mean yeah and so a lot of that emotional management like you're talking about comes from the logical reasoning of like i you know experience has taught us this other people have taught us this right and so you can just stay cool yeah and there's there's a false version of that yeah and there's a real version of that and the false version of that is like like people oh he's very stoic yeah yeah but like it's (laughs) it's it's wrong because that's not what stoicism is yes i agree but you know oh he's very stoic no he shoves his emotions down right that's all he's doing (laughs) Yeah. yeah and and that's that's exactly what i did and that's what most men are doing nowadays is they're shoving their emotions down right and what that does in their life is it keeps them from being happy because it keeps them in their head you're either thinking or you're feeling yeah try to think when you're laugh yeah yeah i can't do that when you when you have a really good belly <laughs> right yeah, yeah you can't you can. think you're either thinking or you're feeling and and don't take that you know as absolutes right you want to be of happy course. you want to be truly happy not because you're on vacation not because you know you got this girlfriend or whatever it is your yeah. wife you want to be truly happy stop thinking yeah, that's a good point and I, yeah, well you get out of your head for yeah. sure yeah yeah not like throw it all out the window but just in these quiet moments of meditation or these where these observer states that i can reach yeah it's just pure awareness and it's like you're just truly happy but um yeah so shoving your emotions down doesn't work but what you're talking about is being able to feel any and every emotion and not be afraid of it yeah but so when that moment comes where the shit's hitting the fan yeah you're just like okay been here yeah what can i do yeah 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 you know i knew all that yeah like kind of like expect it you know um because it, it i'm glad that you brought up stoic because i I love the whole philosophy of stoics and they certainly don't teach you to like abandon emotion they just teach you to manage it right because like um you know too much anger is bad some anger is good you know some anger will get you you know get you pissed off and help you start moving and start working you know what i mean it's okay um too much though is cloudy you know and like happiness too much happiness is really bad because then you stop focusing on things that could go wrong which is something you should have at the front of your mind all the time you know how could this get 
you know, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I totally agree. It's just about finding that that middle ground for everything. Yeah. Um, you know, that's probably the archetypical minute. Like, men are very logical. Yeah. And this is totally archetypical. Like, I'm not trying to put people in boxes or anything, sure. but like, women are very emotional. Yeah. And so that causes a lot of problems. Like you really want to connect with your wife or your girlfriend, get in touch with your emotions yeah. and be vulnerable. Yeah. And you'll connect with her in ways that you, you never knew were possible. Yeah. Especially like, you know, she comes with you with a problem and you're like trying to fix it. Don't fix it. Yeah. Just listen. Yeah. Just, just listen. listen. Yeah. You nothing to fix. <laughs> That's one knowledge I could impart. And like, you really want to help you like, don't fix, just listen to her. Right. Right. But, well, that, and that's so true. Cause I've seen that in my like relationships, you know, worth stuff was go- getting really crazy. Um, you know, very turbulent times. And I'm just like, you know, well, it'll be okay. Like the boat's rocking, but I know where we're going and it's fine. And my wife's like, what the heck are you doing <laughs> or not doing? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we've had to learn that too. Just like being open, more open. Cause like, you know, cause it's hard for me. It was hard for me to think about that. Right. Like, Oh, I, I know. And my wife obviously knows. And that was a wrong assumption, obviously. Right. <laughs> so it's just funny. It's just funny, but it's, it's true though. Like we can all learn more about, um, you know, accessing our, you know, feminine and masculine sides of things, mm-hmm. you know, to help us improve for yeah. sure. And, and how long have you been doing like your retreats and your classes? Um, uh- about two and a half, three years. Yeah. So I really started my journey about four years ago. I just, I wasn't happy. I was, I just, yeah, I had, it's up in North Dakota. Business fell <laughs> apart. Sucks. I won't even go into why or how. Um, and I was just lost. Yeah. Just like, there's got to be something more. I was, I was gearing up to build homes and flip homes, kind of going back to stuff like that. But I just was not happy. And no amount of traveling, no amount of fun with my friends could change that. Yeah. Like happy moments, but truly just happy sitting there on the couch or whatever, just sitting there doing nothing. I always had to be doing something. Right. Always had to be doing something because if not, that feeling would come up. (laughs) Those feelings that I've been shoving down my whole life would come up. And so, yeah, (laughs) this all came about because of my own journey and my own unhappiness. Right. For sure. Right. Oh, geez, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, and you were telling us a story last time um, of how it actually all came about, right? Um, your journey of, you know, you're in North Dakota, you're trying to find, you know, you're going through all of this. And then the story of how it actually happened. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I had this feeling inside, like there's something missing. Yeah. And like, I watched the movie Eat, Pray, Love. Don't hold that against me, but <laughs> right. I'm like, maybe I need to go to India and join one of those communes. I don't know what it's called, but like, <laughs> right. I, I was seriously going to pick up for three months and go to Tibet and yeah. meditate with Buddhist monks, you yeah. know, just trying anything because what I was doing was not working. Wow. And uh, I was volunteering at a food pantry in Logan, Utah, uh, a couple times a week just to help out. It was fun. I love helping people. Oh, yes, yes. And yeah, I was there. I'd been there for about seven or eight months. And I kind of, you know, I, I 
in my head, it was like, oh, they don't want me here. They don't like me. Yeah, you're. T- yes, yeah. this part. Yes, and I'm not doing a good enough job. They're gonna come up to me any second and be like, "Man, we don't, you know, you know, kind of just yeah. like, yeah, well, thanks for coming, but we don't need you anymore, type right. of thing." And this is what's going on in my head, and this is this is this is quintessential, like what Carl Jung calls shadow work. Yeah. So these things that I won't look at, these things that I think about myself, that I won't, that I won't view. And I'm just shoving it down all the time. And, and I'm thinking they're normal. Yeah. Thinking like, this is normal. Um, so one day I'm, I look out front and the windows are like filthy. And so I'm like, oh, I'll go clean those. So, and this is the type of thing, like I was sorting like thousands of bottles of baby food. Like I'm going above <laughs> and beyond the call of duty. Yeah. You're doing like an amazing like job. Like sorting it by month and everything like that. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm out there one day washing the windows and I realized that I use a white rag yeah. instead of a brown rag. And I won't go into why, but like, <laughs> it's like, oh man, I just dirtied this white rag. Yeah, yeah. And like, this is, this is all from, from like past experiences, my, 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 childhood and everything like that and and so it's not like i'm just like this for some reason like there's reason why i'm like this um but i'm just railing on myself because i'd use this white rag instead of using a brown rag but that's what those rags are for right they're for cleaning you know anyway um and in my mind i'm thinking they're gonna for sure send me away now like oh my gosh like that's crazy man use this white rag yeah and on the outside i look like the most normal person happy person everything but what's going on the inside of my mind was completely different and i would say that's true for most people you walk around you meet these people that look successful that look happy and what's going on in their mind maybe they are yeah but what's going on inside their mind you would never guess and, and I, you know, a lot of my clients, just a side note, like people think, oh, like all oh, these severe cases of depression. No, they're the most normal people you'd ever meet. Right. Yeah. You'd never guess. Yeah. yeah. And so sitting there beating myself up and the main guy comes out and he's like, man, you're sure setting the bar high. And it just threw me <laughs> off. I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean? He's like, yeah, we love having you here. You go above and beyond the call of duty. You're just, we, we really love that you, you know, you come here so much and help out. And I'm like, oh, wow, thanks. Yeah. And he walks off and I kind of look and see my reflection in the mirror. And I'm just like, I need help. Yeah. Like it was the first time in my life where I realized like my internal dialogue, my internal world did not match my external world. Yeah. And they were so far off. I was like, wow, I need help. But you would have if you would have told me that like six months before that like hey you need help yeah i would have what are you talking about i'm happy like i'm this is normal like it's normal to doubt yourself it's normal to beat yourself up in the head no it's not yeah i'm here to tell you it's not (laughs) if you're beating yourself up all the time you might have some codependent behaviors like that's not normal and you can heal from that and you can change that and it's easier than you think so that that's kind of what started (laughs) yeah so the next thing i know i'm signed up for this retreat in oregon singing kumbaya around a campfire yeah man that's what's up that's That's, oregon though that's not what happened but like it was 
I did. I ended up paying thirty three hundred dollars for this retreat, trusting a friend, and I'm really glad I did. And and all we did was inner child work, like yeah, facing your pain. That's it's really a lot. Like there's a lot of different modalities, and I I stay away from. Um, Reiki and kind of stuff like that. And I'm not saying it doesn't work or anything yeah. like that. I have no judgment about it. It's just more, um, I'm very practical. I come from a very practical scientific background. I yeah. love like science. And so I, yeah. I, I kind of stick with that stuff and that's just my flavor. So yeah. um, it's very practical. Like what works, like what's kind of has a little bit of scientific backing Yeah, and man, it was just, it changed my life. And ever since then I've, I've been on this like just journey of self-discovery, Yeah, diving into my shadow, diving into those parts that I won't look at, that I'm yeah. afraid to look at. And it works. Well, I think that's, I think that's why there's so many different modalities. Cause I've interviewed like, um, Reiki masters, body talk practitioners, mindful and meditation coaches, yoga instructors, like all these people. Um, and I think it's just, you know, and we got in this conversation one time where it's just like, it just depends on um, your kind of your taste, right? Because mm-hmm. I've seen those things work for people really well. I've seen them not work for other people. And so you just got to keep trying. And that's why I asked the question to, to you and a lot of people, like, why do people push it off? Um, because you just got to try something. Like, I would just say, keep it on the menu. Like, if, if it's not working, you know, I mean, try something different. But we get into these, yeah, these like these logical things of I can only go here, I can only go here. Um, but when you start to open up things and start trying, opening up your mind and start trying things, like you can really start to change, right? Yeah. And that's what that's what I find so fascinating when I interview people like yourself and, and others. Um, like people just, you know, like just try stuff, like be open-minded and just like there's more than one way to do this. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like we're, we're not the first people on this planet who've had to deal with these things, right? And so there's gotta be more than one way to do this. And so it's just crazy to think about. Yeah, I have a friend who's who's diving into stoicism right now, and that's his it's, it's his flavor. And yeah. I've tried to talk to him about like mindfulness <laughs> and you know, like questioning the reason you do things. Yeah, and just looking within. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, he wasn't very open to it, but then you know, he discovered stoicism. That's exactly what it teaches. That's, yeah, it's exactly. And what. It just it's like everyone has their different flavor, and that's okay. Yeah, but. But the crux of it is, is like, are you willing to look inside? Are you willing to face your own demons? Are you willing to integrate your shadow side? Yeah. And, you know, some people are like, well, why? <laughs> why would I do that? Like, what's sure. the point? And sure. the, the point of it is to be happy, to have a better life, to yeah. be more free in who you yeah. are. Just, we wear, we wear so many personas and masks. Yeah. We put up this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, when people say that, like, why would I want to do this stuff? I'm like, man, um, because you start to learn things about yourself. And one of the, the tenets of stoicism is how little we control. Right. And things like, you know, you go to AA, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, all these, these kind of sobriety fields, right. Rely on stoicism quite a bit. And one of the, one of the tenets is like, you realize how little you control. And I think, you know, why, why do we do, because you do things that like you almost can't control. And then, and until you figure out your own patterns and why you do certain things and why you think certain ways and like get down to the bottom of things, um, you're going to get, you're just going to stay in this like wheel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so for me, like when I'm talking to people, I'm like, 
you know, yes, I'm happier when I do these things. And yes, I'm on this path. But it's also like, because I start to learn like, you know, gosh, dude, like I do things that I don't even realize I do. And and yeah. got to the point where it's like, you, it's almost like you can't control it anymore. You know, and so how do you, you know, how do you get to these things that you, that are almost uncontrollable things like addiction or depression? Like a lot of people like snap out of it. Like, dude, you can't do that. Right. No. Like after a long time, you have to start diving up deeper than the issue. Um, and so you get start to, I mean, you get to know yourself really well. That's yeah. scary for a lot of people. It is. It is like, <laughs> like getting, getting to know you, man. Four years ago, I thought I knew oh, who man. I was. Yeah. That's yeah. I didn't. Jeez. It was just a persona. Like here's, here's a very simple example. Like I always build myself as a nice guy. It's yeah. a persona I wore. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> a nice guy's always finished last. Yeah. You never get the girl. Like the girls always go after, like girls are just crazy and, and they go after, <laughs> you know, these macho guys who just treat them like crap. Yeah. And that's the stupid persona I made up and story I made up. And it wasn't true. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm just like, it's just Christ-like and you get walked on and everything like that. And that's just, it's right. just part of, you know, being meek and humble. It's bullshit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the true story was I was a pushover. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't be a nice guy. Like right, be right. nice to people. Well, but, the, 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 when you're talking about meekness and humility and things like that, like those definitions are very skewed, right? Because like humility doesn't mean you get trampled over. Like real humility means you know how to set boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so I always build myself as a nice guy and I wasn't, I was a pushover. Yeah. Yeah. I let people walk all over me because I didn't have a spine. Right. And no girl, I'm sorry, (laughs) I'm generalizing here, but no girl wants a spineless man. And that's why sometimes they do go after the bad guys. Like the only resemblance of of masculinity we have left in the world. Like masculinity, I mean, we can get on that. Like it's being crushed right now like oh this toxic masculinity yeah like and and rightly so in some aspects yeah but like it's men men don't need to be more feminine I think they need to be in touch with their feminine, like, like, um, archetypical, definitely. Like, um, these, like when I talk about feminine, masculine, it's all archetypical, you know, like be in touch with their emotions and we can get back to that. But like men need to grow a spine. Yeah. Like. And, learn and how to set good boundaries set good boundaries and not from this toxic thing of like coming down like too hard on people things like that and and, and that's what happened like so so my my dad I love him to death yeah. he was a great father but his dad died when he was 16 he was he, he was a little harder on us yeah and and that's all he knew and everything like that and so sometimes did that hurt yeah like I have a great relationship with my father, like, and nothing yeah. like, I'm not going to blame my problems on my father, but, yeah, but yeah. what did that do to me? Like, like it made me like, Oh, he, that hurt. I, so I never want to be like that. Yeah. And so I'm going to be the nice guy and be loving oh, yeah. and kind and everything yeah. like that. And so what, what did that do to me? It held me back in life because there, when those times where I would get walked all over, I wouldn't stand up for myself. And do you think that's really going to go well in a relationship or business? No. No. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. And so that's, that's what Carl Jung is talking about. These parts of ourselves that we don't want to integrate because part of being like part of being human is that dark side is being able to stand up to someone and says, Hey, 
cut that shit out. That's bull crap. You shouldn't treat people that way. Yeah. But do it from a calm place, not a reacting place for you're reacting yeah, from your emotions yeah. and things like that. Like there's power into that. And being able to do that in certain in- instances, it needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. But because we haven't integrated our dark side, it just kind of all <laughs> spills out. And like, right. it, I, you know, Christ, when Christ said like, bridle your passions, yeah. people take that as like, no emotions. No. Yeah. Christ took a whip to people, flipped over tables and yeah. they were desecrating his temple. Yeah. Like he had it under control. That was a control, controlled aggression. Yeah. You know, he didn't lose his temper. He's just like, nah, this ain't yeah. flying anymore. <laughs> boys well it's it's definitely when you you know I, I see bridle your passions and manage your emotions like manage these things right mm-hmm. like learn how to manage it because that's what a bridle is it's not that your horse can never go fast or slow or stop so they do it does it when you tell it to yeah you know what i mean yeah. um and i could be you know a little off on that because i'm not like a big horse guy but i'm not too far off right no no perfect. <laughs> you know? and and that's that's another thing like when we suppress like oh i can't be angry i can't right, be angry when right. we suppress it it that's comes right. out in erroneous ways yeah well it's got to, it has to it like has it's, to come it's out energy whether know? whether it's emotions whether it's our sexuality or anything mm-hmm. when we're comfortable with it like i'm very comfortable expressing anger yeah but do i take it out on people anymore no Okay, maybe left lane loafers. Yeah, right. This is a public service announcement (laughs) to those people that drive slow in the left hand lane. (laughs) Just be glad we live in a civilized society. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. No, like I I still get a little road rage, things like that. Like I'm not perfect, but um, like it's it's that thing like I hardly ever lose my temper at someone now because I'm very comfortable with expressing my anger in healthy ways, like not taking it out on someone, maybe go taking it out on a punching bag. Like I don't get angry that much. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Or sadness. There's yeah. no difference between sadness and happiness for me. Like I've felt so much sadness in my life <laughs> that it's a, it's an enjoyable emotion. It really is. Yeah. Like, and you can get to those states. Well, we, a lot of people in the Western cultures, um, and I've said this a lot and people, if, if they're regular listeners, like, no, I said this a lot, but it's just, we, again, like we get in this Western type of like architects and science and all these things and we forget that like um these old eastern teachings of like you know pain is sacred and suffering is sacred and and you know sadness it's sacred like these are experiences that you have to have not that like oh i messed up and now i'm sad or like somebody did this to me and i'm sad like you have to go through that one way or another um, to experience these sacred moments where you get to like really understand who you are. You know what I mean? When when you're suffering, when there's pain, um, you can't rush your healing. You know, you just you know you just. Did you just quote Trevor Hall? I did <laughs> because he's like killer. Yeah, man. I love hit, it. Hit Trevor Hall, Modest Yahoo, those guys are like really inspirations for me and a lot of this stuff. But you you said it just right. Like yeah. you want to be happy, face your pain. Yeah, like what we really want in life is usually found in the exact opposite of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you want to be happy, face your pain. Yeah, because your happiness comes from you shoving that pain down all the time and masking it with things and everything like that. If you just face it, Vince the dragon, then you don't have to worry about it attacking <laughs> right, you. And but, yeah. that's kind of like my message: like face your pain. Let me help you face your pain. Yeah, there is so much happiness behind that pain. Like you, you want to find what you're here to do in life. Yeah, find your biggest fears and face them. That's a good one. 
Like, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely, yeah. Find find the biggest fears or find the things that's yeah fears. I was gonna say scare the crap out of you or make you super uncomfortable, and like it'll all be the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just start approaching it right. Um, and, and I'm curious, like, cause you, you know, we were talking about that before. You know, you came from like the flip houses and all the businesses, um, and then you came, you came over here. That was the turning point. Was the was that you know retreat you took? Yeah. So what type of like modalities do you incorporate into helping people with depression and anxiety? Um, so I, there's, there's a lot of different things I do. Um, some of them are like hypnosis, neuro-linguistic programming, which are ways to speak to the subconscious. And then there's other things, um, inner child where it's, it's not really a modality. It's sure. getting people out of their comfort zone sure. and getting them to fa- like any, like there's, there's a lot of different modalities I do, but the point of it is it's like getting people out of their comfort zones and getting the stuff to come up and for them to face it. So there could be a lot of emotions. There could be some aha moments. It can be very yeah. masculine or it can be very feminine. Very, yeah. You know, it could be very painful, but facing it, it's like, it's like you're carrying around a 50 pound pack your whole life and you don't even realize it because you've been carrying it around. Right. And if you just faced it, if you yeah. just went after that and really faced that pain, it's like, oh my gosh, I can breathe. Like, yeah, I yeah. never, I've had so many comments like that. I like, never knew that was in me. Like, oh my gosh. And yeah. it just feels so much lighter. And it's a process. Yeah. Um, I will say this, like, like you can try to overcome this stuff with willpower. And that would work. But you might still be dealing with surface level stuff. So any modality that I use, anything I do, anything that I really attach to and like this works, it's something that gets to the root cause, the shadow, the the things that we won't look at, the things that we're compensating for. So talk therapy is great. It works. Yeah. But it takes 20 years. Right. And... And but that's, a therapist that's, for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's what we have. But there are other things where it's like it's much quicker. It's it's not something like that retreat I went to. It's not like, okay, I got a lot to work on. I got to come home and I got to do this, this, this. Right. There's it, not a lot of homework. I was changed like instantly a different person, a more loving person, a more loving, you know, loving of myself first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I was... <laughs> we are, dude. We we we're the toughest on ourselves. Yeah, I, I do this analogy, and this is this is one of the big things I focus on. Like, like take that voice in your head, put it in another person. Like, like yeah, imagine yeah. this for your listeners. Like, take that voice in your head and put it in another person. Now, let's say you lived with that person. Right. <laughs> How long would it be before you either killed him, kicked him out of your life, or just? beat the living crap out of them yeah, a week, sure. yeah. two days. Yeah. But we, we put up with that voice in our heads right. all the time and it's not normal. Yeah. That's yeah. not normal. And, and this is not like to talk down to anyone or anything like that. Like, like that's not normal and yeah. you shouldn't live with that. I think, and that comes from like mental health in America is like abhorrent. Like we do not give it the attention it deserves and everything like that. And so in the very extreme of cases, like, oh man, like it has to get really extreme. 
Yeah. But like it can, mental health can be the most simplest of things of like quit treating yourself that way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's easier said than done because you can't sure. just say like, sure. oh, quit. Like that's, <laughs> sure. that's the work is the shadow work. Oh, like why? Like why am I talking to myself like why? that? Why am I doing this to myself? Why? Yeah. And that's the, and that's scary, bro. Like a lot of, you have to be really self-aware to, to say like, to say like something, you know, uh, there's something deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? And that's tough, man. I, I wish that other people would, would understand that though, is that there are way, other ways to do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just make this joke because like, I, I never like, I never like diss on prescription pills or like doctors or anything Definitely. like that. I know they're really important mm-hmm. and, and I know that they do a lot of good things, but I'm just like, man, there's some things out there that you can do that have zero side effects. And if they don't work, you never would have known the difference, you mm-hmm. know, like meditation or, um, you know, mindfulness or talk therapy. I mean, obviously those things go huge in conjunction with each other, but then like just exploring some of these old Eastern, you know, the breath work that you do and, and other, and other forms like that, dude, I just like, you got to have it all right. Because it's just crazy. It's just weird. Like I, I hope that that is like the shift that we see, um, with a lot of this stuff is that people start exploring their options with like some of this, some of this, some of these older, you know, ways of healing ways that we used to heal. Right. Yeah. Some thousands of years ago, yeah, humans didn't have much to do. Right. And they sat around and, and just thought, and they thought about life. And I think the Eastern religions got that a lot more Taoism and Buddhism. Yeah. yeah they They're did. more roadmaps yeah. of like, Hey, this is this stupid meat sack that you've inherited, <laughs> whether you like it or not. This is your brain. This is how it's undermining you. This is how it's, this is what it's doing to yeah. you. Yeah. This is the cause of suffering and this is how to overcome it. Yeah. And, you know, and Christianity is great, but I think like, no, it's absolutely awesome. Like yeah. the teachings, the tenets, love thy God, love thyself, like yeah. love thy neighbor. Like, but sometimes in modern society, we get off. We do. Well, it got that. really, it got really messed up. Like I, I've, I've liked studying the history of like Christianity um, and, and other of like these Abrahamic religions. So you got like uh, Islam, Judaism. Christianity are the, are the Abrahamic and then and it's funny because like Taoism and Buddhism they wouldn't necessarily call themselves a religion yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. like they wouldn't say that like yeah because you're not following yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. you're not like yeah like if you asked a, a, a Buddhist like what's your religion they probably wouldn't say Buddhism they'd probably be like I don't have one I just yeah. live right like I just I live life the best that I can I follow certain things you know um, <clears throat> and some and some might but I know a few who would say like, oh no, I don't have, I don't have like a religion like, and and I had that conversation like, what do you, you know, what are you? And like, I don't have a religion like you would call it a religion, right? Like you would say, this is your religion. It's like I don't have that. I have things that I live by. I have rule, not rules, but like tenets that I live by and things that I live by. And uh, and Christianity just got messed up, you know, in when when um it got intertwined with like government and stuff yeah it's just it did it got messed up because now we're like trying to control people and it's weird and i'm and i'm a christian like yeah but i just know that there are some limitations with like the history definitely (laughs) and and i i I do still consider myself a christian yeah um but 
Like it's one part of a bigger puzzle. Like, I, I agree. Christianity is is like without Christ's teachings of like love another, like humanity. Yeah. Like yeah. take religion and the programming, and that and I don't mean that derogatory. The yeah. programming of love people and 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 everything that Christianity. Man, society could be a lot worse. But <laughs> right. it's it's only half the battle. Like yeah, I grew up in a very orthodox Christian religion, and I was trying to make my life better using those tenants mm. and it was not working for me yeah and so i went out and i discovered other things like what works and yeah. so and that's okay and i haven't yeah. thrown the baby out with the bathwater because <laughs> it's like love thy neighbor as thyself love thy god those are those are well, still important tenets to me well, like yeah. how you treat people um definitely so i i don't people are so busy these days like hitting things against <laughs> yeah. each other. And I don't, I don't think that's the way like right. Buddha, Buddha taught the path of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Christ taught the path of love. Both are, both are honorable paths and we should integrate both of them like yeah. into yeah. our lives. Yeah. And here's another thing, like, like, Christianity has gotten a little bit more about like, oh, we're living for the next life. Like sure. if you're just a good person and you follow these rules in yeah. the next life, you're you know, <laughs> you're going to be blessed. Yeah. You know, it's so funny about that though. We, cause we live in Utah. It's pretty, pretty heavily religious one mm-hmm. way or another. And when this whole pandemic started, I was like, for a bunch of people who believe that there is something after this life, you guys are sure living like there's not, man. <laughs> you guys are sure reacting like there's nothing yeah. after the, that. This is all you got. Because yeah. I was like, dude, and I was talking about this over the weekend, but we like have like become very uncomfortable with death in mm-hmm. our society. Yeah, it's very weird. For sure, it's very weird. Like for me, and when I started like becoming comfortable with death and learning about it, and you know, and I carry my. Uh, daily stoic coin memento mori like you, you can die remember death right yep, yeah remember death like it, it you know um i did it, people thought i was weird man like they were like are you okay you think about you know dying and i was like no i just think that like you have an expiration date and you don't know when it is like we're not a milk carton man like you think we like a lot of people think we're a milk carton like yeah this is when you expire right or like or they think you yeah. don't right and they think you never expire like if i just freeze it it'll be good forever mm-hmm. it's not how it is homie that's not how it works and so it's funny that we've just become so and i think that the other scary thing because this is what i've learned in mindfulness and meditation and these kind of other things is like you get really comfortable with death like you're really comfortable with who you are and like mortality and yeah. things and that's also scary for a lot of people a lot of people get freaked out yeah it's weird I don't know. It's weird, man. Yeah, I, I can't agree more. <laughs> like, remember death. Like, yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we're. It's it's that thing of. So it's a perfect yeah. segue. Like, I want to get back to like because I feel like I crapped on Christianity, and that's not the point. Like, the, I understand what you're the problem was the way I was looking at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was mm-hmm. this thing that I was doing for the next life. Right. When really, like, all religion, all spirituality, everything should be a reflection of the inward. Yeah. So mm-hmm. look from, yeah. from mm-hmm. an inward. Like, yeah. we, we think it's these external rules that we need to follow. And so Christianity, I, and I think this is a problem, and this is why people are leaving Christianity at record numbers. Yeah. Is because mm-hmm. it's not like it. How does it make your life better? How does it? It's practical. Ooh, right. I got to right. be careful with that because it does. I think like Christianity is so important, but look at it within. And let me let me let me yeah. say it this way: like when Christ said, "Love thy neighbor as thyself." 
Like you can go out and you can just try to love. I know I need to love my neighbor. Well, yeah, but they did this and yeah, they're yeah, such yeah, a Karen <laughs> or they, you know, they had a party and they had more than 21 people and yeah. it's Corona season, whatever it is. Right. But here's the deal. Like you take that same concept and you look at it inward love thy neighbor as thyself what was christ trying to say oh you can only love your neighbor as much as you love yourself yeah the way you treat people is the exact way you treat yourself yeah so if you're hard on people if you're overbearing you're probably that way you're with yourself so fix it within you first (laughs) and like it will be fixed on the outside. Yeah, well, two things to that, because that's a thing that I've always, that I've talked about, um, and that I've tried to like study a lot. But yeah, two things. The first thing, you, you, you said it right, and I think we mentioned this on the last one, but the things you hate most in other people are, pro- are a direct reflection of what's going on with you. You know, yeah. I hate that they do this, I hate that they do that. Um, and I've learned in my life that yeah. the things you hate most about other people are the pro- unresolved problems that you don't have. Yeah. I, hate the, how, I hate how much that dude talks. Right. Yeah. You're probably a chatterbox. <laughs> like, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't let me talk. Well, he was talking. He had something important to say. Yeah, but I had to say something. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. see what I'm saying? And that's obviously yep. a very like. But then the second thing is, is I feel like um, we totally missed the um, symbolism. Like I read this book. Um, I got it over there on my bookshelf, but it was a let me look at it. A Course in Miracles. Oh, but they talked about, she talks about, um, you know, a few things like heaven is entered into two by two, but then there was a quote in there about, um, about this stuff and, and how one of the main things that I remember from that book, I I remember a few things, but this is one of my favorite ones was that the time for research in Christianity is over. You don't like, and the time for application, um, is it's time right so like because we've just been research like and so it was cool because like we stop researching like stop looking and stop trying to figure this stuff out like now it's time to actually do what you're supposed to do right keep reading your scriptures yeah right well but yeah that's what i'm I'm saying yeah yeah yeah. i mean like like, stop reading your scriptures and get out there and help the homeless yeah get out there and actually actually start doing something do something yeah that's christian because reading your scriptures ain't like I know. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. Yes. I'm gonna get myself in trouble no, here. No, like, dude, you're not, I, I love. I uh, love reading. I love, but like, mm-hmm. get out there and live it. Yeah, it's the time for it's, research is I over. Completely yeah. agree. <laughs> and it's it's interesting. Like, this has gone a completely different way than last time. Like, we're talking a lot yeah. about spirituality and religion, and that's that's not what I do. That's right. one of my passions in life, but that's yeah. not really what I do. But if you look at religion and spirituality from a very practical point of view yeah like that example i gave of christianity like it can be Mm life-changing it's not like these these religions you know they've well they're they're huge for a reason they speak to us yeah archetypically and so like finding like i i threw i threw christianity out for a couple of years and I've circled back around to a lot of those beliefs, but it's like mm-hmm. understanding it that it's all like heaven and hell is inside of us. Yeah. It's not something we're going well, to after this life. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah. we create our own heaven or hell, <laughs> depending on our view. Yeah. Like it's all an internal representation of what's going on on the inside. Yeah. And that's why I feel like you got to like really, I tell people, you know, be careful with that kind of stuff because like, I mean, when. I might get a little nerdy, but like hell was, is n- not necessarily a place like the translation of the word 
when it came into the Bible and stuff was not a place, you know, yeah. it was definitely a mindset. Like it was definitely like a, a more of like a, a self betrayal kind of thing. Just exactly what you're talking yeah. about. You know what I mean? Like I knew exactly what I was supposed to be doing and I didn't do it on purpose. You know, it's like, it's not like, like that word isn't like, um, I learned that in leadership and self-deception, but like this whole self-betrayal concept of like, it wasn't like you made a mistake, right? We normally don't, we normally don't beat ourselves up when we make little mistakes, right? We make, we beat ourselves up when we knew we should have done something. We didn't do it like purposely. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I've made mistakes where like, dude, I didn't know about that. I feel really bad. And I'm not necessarily talking about those times, but, but the times where you're like, you know, you feel really like you get really angry and you get really fiery, you know, uh, and I use that word on purpose, but like is when you did something that you knew you shouldn't have done. Yeah. <laughs> you're mad at everybody else. You know, the law of unintended consequences, you're mad at that law. Right. But it's just doing its job. Right. Like you, you shouldn't, you know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. it was just really funny. Uh, and that was a really fun book to read, but you learn about self betrayal and how this thing just starts getting worse. And you know what I mean? Yeah. So how do you like stop the chain, right? <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Yeah. It's it's weird, man. But but I know I've enjoyed our conversation and as far as like um you know, the Christianity talks and stuff like that, like I appreciate that. I think more people should be open to those kind of conversations because uh, you know, and and obviously, you know, we what you do ha- has nothing to do with like religion. No. You know, but I just think it's I think it's important for people to realize that uh it's okay to question things like and you know, and 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 when I started questioning like my own beliefs, oddly enough, that's when I got real comfortable with my beliefs. You know what I mean? Like I got real comfortable with like talking about it and and doing you know and doing stuff and and being open to these conversations. And, and I'll talk to anybody about whatever you want to talk about. I got real comfortable when I started questioning things. Yeah. And when I started like realizing that like the people in the religion weren't perfect or something like yeah that. you know what i mean yeah like okay. yeah okay. you see things a lot more clearly like, yeah. yeah okay so if there are kids little kids <laughs> listening cover your ears because uh spoiler alert right but you know i thought about it like, like this like the things do you believe the things that you believe do you really have faith or is it a programming and either one's not bad but like sure think about it as santa claus like think about how <laughs> right. how much you believed in Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. Do you believe in God the same way? Yeah. Do you believe in That's God because someone told you from when you were a little boy or a little girl that there was some guy in the sky? Right. And and if you're honest with yourself, there's a lot more people that believe in God because they're programmed and not because they have faith that it exists. When you like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, I and I, and I'm not saying there's nothing up there. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a I thought understand. experiment of like, do you really believe in God or have you been? Well, programmed? these are, these are like really important questions that, yeah. that, well, and here's the thing though. I don't care like what religion you are. Eventually we have to come to terms with it. Like everybody hits a wall and, and 
for and for whatever and i'm not saying it's good or bad and some people some people make it and some people don't and i'm not saying the people who make it are any better than the, or whatever right vice versa yeah. i'm just saying like eventually you come to this wall where you got a question where you just yeah. have to it just is gonna happen right and and you know i'm t- i'm speaking from my own experience so yeah. if, if it yeah. fits great if it doesn't like throw it away but like growing up i believed in god uh-huh. just like i believed in santa claus because i All was right. told yeah but you know eventually no one told me that there was no God, you know, or something like that. And I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not saying there is, I do believe in a higher power. Like, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I think that's very important. Yeah. Um, well, don't, but, yeah, but I, but I get what you're saying. But yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's just this thought experience. Well, and like, then, and then people get upset though. Like, I, it's funny that we bring that up because I, I totally agree. And when you, and when you're that way, you believe in God the same way you believe in Santa Claus and you realize Santa Claus isn't real. Like that's, that's terrifying for some people. And that, that'll throw people some, for a loop. Like if, and if they were never like actually walked through this whole thing, you know, like, cause we tell, we tell my kids about Santa, but we say it's like very, um, symbolic, right? Like mm-hmm. Santa is, is a symbol, right? So we talk about Santa, you see pictures and, and people dress up like him and, and, you know, and it's hard to explain it to my four and two year old, but we do, we try, right? right? Like it's just symbolic. Like Santa is a symbol of giving and of love and of coming together and of service, you know, and all these yeah. things that we like, you know what I mean? And that are important. Right. Mm. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so, you know, it, and, you know, Santa, some fat white dude in the North Pole, probably not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the, but you should. But that that's when you teach them, right? Like, but you shouldn't discount the symbolism. Yeah. And that's what I try to teach people um, who are who are battling with like their their faith or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, is like, well, you know, yeah, okay. So, is there a God up in the sky? Like, you know. Again, this is just me personally. Like, and, and this is how I talk to people. Though, like, is is God real? Like, I don't know. You can figure that out for yourself, right? Yeah. But don't don't discount these symbol these symbolic things that we know are love and and peace and service and all these things, right? So it's just funny. It's just it's just crazy that that all that goes on. Yeah, and I just want to reiterate. Like, I'm not telling people like any way to believe. Oh, dude, just a thought experiment. You're good. Dude. You're good. I I think it's Some important. Some people are so sensitive nowadays. Dude, I I uh, but I do that on purpose. Purpose. Yeah, I'll tell people on purpose. Like, I don't know. Well, like, what do you? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, like, like when I get somebody who's very passionate, you know, and I, I run away from people who say things like, "I know." I'm like, mm, do you though? <laughs> I'm like, I and 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 so people will be like, "I know," and I'm like, "All right, let's well, let's have some fun then," you know, because like I'm yeah. com- because because I got real comfortable with like my beliefs and my and my. Um, my views of life and stuff like that but i do i i i know 100 yeah. i don't know man that sounds like a recipe for disaster for me knowing what something 100 and yeah and maybe they do <laughs> like i'm open to they do maybe they don't but sure. like it's people yeah Here, here's yeah. another thing that eastern religion teach that that are that's very important like we identify with our beliefs so much like yeah, we that's are true. our yeah. beliefs yeah man you're not your beliefs right because would, like, yes. yeah, Dalton, you, you could get a dementia and lose all your memories. Mm-hmm. Would you still be you? Yeah. 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 I mean, you can take that, like, you can take that far. Like what? Pretty uh, far. Yeah. What are you? Like, who is Dalton? Is it your name? Is it your emotions? Is it your life experience? Cause you can yeah. lose all that. Yeah. You know, my answer is like, you are the observer. 
in the middle of your ears somewhere down there. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, man. I don't know what it but is. It's, like, but it's weird, though. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Science, science hasn't explained it yet. Like, they have no idea what consciousness is or where it comes from. Yeah. And, and we're like, that's, the, that's sorry. That's where spirituality comes in. Like, science can only take us so far because yeah, of the tools yeah. we have and everything like that. And I think that's okay. Don't throw science out the window. Science yeah. and spirituality are not at odds. Right. If you I think agree. they're at odds, yeah, like, find, like, maybe. <laughs> Maybe the problem is is your perception, yeah, your views, I, I or agree. what you believe. Like, yeah. I think in, in my worldview, they're very synergistic. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally understand that, man. And uh, and it's it's good though. Like, I, I love talking about this kind of stuff, and people should be more uh, observant and open about it because it's just me. It just helps a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the time. I'm enjoying this. Dude, it's fun, man. Yeah. You can go as long as you want. Cool. But but I you know, I and so you know, I I I try to offend people a lot. I, it's happened quite a few times. But because I, I like this thing though. When you get somebody mad and you get them riled <laughs> up, they start thinking. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of weird. I know like when you talk about anger, you you don't think, right? But like once the once the anger cools down, like it's like I, I always tell like a like an argument, right? Like you get in an argument with somebody and then you go take a shower that night and in the shower you tell them all the things that you would have, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I should have said <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then you have relive the argument in your head. That's what happens when when I when I rattle somebody, you know, when I'm like, oh really? Like, you know, we usually leave peaceably, but I know that people, I well, I know this because I've had people come back to me and be like, okay, well, what about this and what about this? And I'm like, right on, man. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like now I can have a conversation with you because you've thought about it. You've written stuff down. You got pissed at me in your shower and argued with me for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> 99% of the time, I don't care about right or wrong. Yeah. Like yeah. when when I'm talking to someone, like, and it's just the way that I design. And I'm sure it's annoying it's sometimes, it's but true. like, I just, I want to get people to question like sometimes my goal in a conversation my highest goal is just to connect with someone and love them and things like that yeah sometimes when I get in my head it's more like you know we're having a conversation I don't it, like their viewpoints aren't wrong in my opinion yeah and I'm right like I don't see the world that way but right. it's more of like getting them to question how yeah. why they came to those conclusions right and sometimes you find that they have really solid reasons why they came to those conclusions and other times it's like well it's just right. that's how it's <laughs> what my dad told me so yeah, yeah man yeah so I, I get you I'm a very very similar way of like poking the bear a little bit but yeah I just want to see I just want to see you know because I don't That's care cool. I, I'm, I'm the same way I like I don't care what you believe I just I'm just curious yeah you know <laughs> and and on, honestly like that those are some of the best ways that I've learned things like Socratic yeah. debate yeah like I've changed my opinion so many times on things because I couldn't win the debate yeah and yeah you know not Could because I'm, question. not because yeah. I'm bad at it I'm really good at it right but like <laughs> so funny because uh, yeah now, yeah, cool, now it's like I could care less about debate, the mind, everything yeah. like that's not what is important to me. Right. Because what brings happiness is like getting out of the mind. <laughs> Like full circle, we're coming full circle, yeah, but like dude, we've been talking great, about the dude. mind so much, but like you want to be happy, stop thinking. Yeah. You want to be happy, stop living off of like, mm -hmm. we don't understand the depths of how our brain is undermining us. 
Yeah, man. So it's, it's scary. So we meet it. We, <laughs> we like, we meet a new a person in our, this relationship. Oh man, are they going to do the same thing? The last guy did. We right, have these expectations. Yeah, right. We can't enjoy it. We can't open up our heart to this because we're living off past experiences. That's yeah. just one of the reasons. Yeah. Like, like you want to be happy. Stop thinking. <laughs> I'm not saying like, like get a lobotomy or anything. Well, like, but like, just, it's like getting into your heart. It's yeah. the most foreign thing to well, Western society. And Mark Manson put it um, in, his, in his book, The Subtle Art. Um, he, the first chapter of that book is don't try. Yeah. Right. It's, and it's kind of a similar thing. Like stop thinking, don't try. Like just start being, you know, and being in the moment and being present and letting things come and letting you and letting you react how it just naturally. Right. That's hard for people, man, especially in like a Western society where everything is controlled. Everything is like finance. Right. Mm -hmm. Like pennies. Like I'm an accountant. So what do we do? We keep track of the pennies. Right. Like if one cent goes missing, I know about it. Right. And sometimes that's not the point. Sometimes that's that's good and sometimes that's bad right yeah. and so when you're trying to control the, the these external things that that'll get you in trouble or or when just you say don't try yeah, just i get try. what you mean but yeah, like you take that very logically from from our western perspectives like what so i just i don't do anything with my life i know no that's right. not what he's saying <laughs> yeah exactly he's just saying stop trying so hard like just be and it's such yeah. a foreign concept i would have it really is man it's it's i gotta reread that chapter to explain it better but it is for a lot of people they and they do that they're like so what i'm just supposed to give up well i didn't say that man i just said stop like trying to force it you know what i mean <laughs> but, and that's that's something i'll add into your defense is like you can't explain it yeah like you know you know when when those the senseis or whatever they call like these all flow like water yeah like they they don't do that to be a-holes they do it because if yeah. they try to explain it you're going to interpret it in 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 your worldview right because we can only think through our thoughts there's so many times where i've come back to some of my coaches or mentors and be like oh, i finally get what you mean yeah because so you've internalized that. it yeah and so when you when you have internalized like don't try you get like i immediately get what you meaning in the broad the, yeah. the breadth of what you're saying yeah but trying to explain it in logic it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah it doesn't work because yeah you get people but yeah i just i tell I, yeah i do i'm just like dude you just gotta let go like just let go of it here's a good example like <laughs> let's say you like this girl yeah you're like oh man okay and you go over there and you're like and you're trying too hard to get her yeah and it, it's always going to fail right but if you just go over there and not try and just be yourself and yeah. genuinely connect with that person. Yeah. Not because you want something from them. Like you're you're yeah. gonna get mm -hmm. you're you're yep. you're gonna have a you'll new get best way friend. further. Yeah, yeah, you'll get way further along. Yeah, and it's just like yeah. Well, it's the same thing. So it's the same. I'm a sales guy. Yeah, and 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 I I call it commission breath. You know what I'm saying? Like people Tell can me more. people can smell it. Well, they can oh, smell commission it. breath. Yeah, they well you know I want this sale so bad. You can smell it on a sales guy. You ever walked into Best Buy and you got pestered by a Best Buy guy or a car salesman? That's what I am. You know, like, you know, and then you, and then you meet the other salespeople who are like, like me, I'm like, dude, I don't care if you buy it or not, bro. I got 10 people lined up waiting to buy a car. So like, yeah. all, all you got to tell me is yes or no, and I'll leave you alone. <laughs> like you can, uh, so anyway, that's what, that's what I, that's what I tell people when I say like, don't try. I'm like, well, no, you have commission breath, bro. You got, you want something too bad and, and people can. You know, and I use breath, so I say people can smell it. And the weird thing about breath is, is like bad breath, is 
you can't smell your own bad breath, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, though, that's... It's true, though. That like, goes right back to the shadow. Sometimes the, you can, like if it gets really crazy, yeah. and if you're aware, but most of the time... Sometimes you, know, you wake up in the morning. Sure. Like, somebody else will tell you. Dang it, but, what did I eat last night? <laughs> some, somebody else will tell you, though. Not if you're alone. That's true. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah. So I tell people, like, so you can't, you can't smell your own breath. Um... But you got to just stop. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> like, you know, that, that goes back to what Carl Jung taught and, and a lot of the Eastern religions taught. Like, you you don't see, like, we lie to ourselves all the time. Right. You don't see those things. Like, you always look at other people like, oh, my gosh, that person's so annoying. Right. First off, that's a reflection of you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But secondly, like, oh, that person's so annoying. How can they not see it? Right. Well, you there's stuff that you do that's just like that that you can't see. Yeah, dude. And for I've sure. been diving into my soul for four <laughs> years, and I've like oh to my. find stuff that you can't see. Oh You're my like, dude, gosh, dude! I really did that. Huh? I did that. That's so annoying. <laughs> like what the crap? Yeah, dude. And sometimes I beat myself up for it. Sometimes you know the best thing is to laugh at it. Yeah. Like when yeah, I'm yeah, really, yeah. when I'm really like good on my self love, I just laugh about it. I'm like oh my well, gosh, I'm yeah. such an idiot. Oh yeah. well. Yeah. Well, I tell I tell people that the secret to anything like you want to be happy you want to be more spiritual you want to be more mindful whatever right um a principle i learned in stoicism but that i adopted for myself is acceptance and not control mm. like you did something stupid all right well and and people again like the definition of acceptance gets skewed because it's kind of like don't try or these other things right we'll just accept it and move on well so i'm just not supposed to do anything about it that's what they say no, dude, you just can't do anything about the past. Like, but there's no sense in beating yourself up about what's going on in the past or like making mistakes or anything like that. Like, just accept it. You messed up or, or you didn't mess up or whatever. You just accept it. It's a very neutral term. Acceptance is a very neutral thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Again, like logic can only take you so far. It's crazy. man. I love logic. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I use logic. I think it's amazing, right. but it can only take, especially when you get into spirituality, like there's so many yeah. dichotomies. Yeah. It's like logic is like Newtonian physics. <laughs> oh, wow. This is going to be, this is either going to fall. No, I'm just kidding. Logic is like Newtonian physics. But when you get down to quantum physics, logic breaks down because particles can be both a solid particle and yeah, a wave yeah. at the same time and scientific like it's not it's not a zero or a one it's a zero and a one at the same right. time yeah and, yeah man and so you get you sometimes these spiritual things are like very esoteric <laughs> or very very illogical or very di they're they're dichotomies yeah. and they're meant to be that way yeah they're meant to make you think yeah. i like it dude well, thanks so much for being this out. <laughs> thanks so much for being here, bro. No, don't Dude, Thanks for talking one. to me again. Yeah. Uh, I know we said this, we'll do this again last time, but we will do this again. Just not as quick. I hope, I hope I don't lose this one. All right. Can ahead. I finish up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. So just, you know, my message is this, like, yeah, like no external thing, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm, if I make a million dollars or if I finally marry the girl of my dreams, or if I finally travel the world, yeah, it's not going to make you happy. Happiness is found within. And like, if you're not, if you're happy, keep doing what you're doing. If you're not, yeah. come see me. <laughs> That's Work right. with me. That's right. Or How do they find you again? Uh, Facebook. <laughs> I'm, it, I'm sure you'll, on the yeah, podcast, you'll yeah, I'll link tag it. me. I'll link it on. Tag me down there. But like, yeah. I'm not, 
I don't do the whole marketing thing. Yeah, yeah, I try yeah. not to market. I just want it to be organic. Like if you really feel like you want to work with me, great. Work with me. I don't yeah, I, I refuse to learn sales techniques, things like that. Just like <laughs> I genuinely want to help people. I genuinely want to connect people. Yeah. And so like if you're happy, keep doing what you're doing. If you're not, like expand your mind. That's Come right. work with me or I can point you in a direction. Yeah, that's like, right, man. Like it's easier to change than you think. And what you think is normal, maybe might not be normal. Yeah. What you think like is happiness. There might be levels of happiness that you don't even know that exist. And so like, like you have to live with yourself for the rest of your life. So work on yourself first and foremost, love yourself. That's right. Like like dive into your shadow, (laughs) dive into those things that you're afraid to look at. Yeah. Because the life you want, the life you truly want, the life that will make you so fulfilled and happy. Yeah. That relationship that will actually be fulfilling and happy starts from within. Absolutely. Starts with you healing. Starts with you looking at your own crap and how you show up and the crappy ways that you show up. Yeah. And man. it's hard. It's painful. <laughs> but it, it is, is so worth it. Yeah. Because if we just if we just focus on the externalities and these symptoms yeah. and we don't fix the root cause, we're gonna be doing it all our lives. Yeah, man. Like change is easier than you think and it starts Change is easy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. painful sometimes. It's painful. Though. Yeah, dude, it doesn't it have is, to be man. all the time, but sometimes it is. Well, it is, and people shouldn't be afraid of that. Yeah, like again, it's sacred. Like people should take those experiences and make them, and treat them as what they are. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I totally get that, dude. I appreciate that, and I think a lot of people get that and appreciate it. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Yeah, be yeah. Be kind to yourself. You want to be kind to other people. Be kind to yourself. <laughs> it's true, dude. Like, like it's such a cliche now when we talk about love, but like love is really truly the most powerful thing. Yeah. Like you want to reach enlightenment, the quickest way of doing that is in every moment find the love. Yeah. In that moment, that's yeah. way harder than it says yeah, because we have yeah, so many things. Man. But like when you like one of my favorite, I'll end with this. One of my favorite things to do is to genuinely give someone a compliment. Yeah. Like from from my heart to theirs, like I don't want anything from them, and it throws people off like crazy. Yeah, man. What? Wait, what? Yeah, do I know you? Genuinely, just giving someone a compliment and watching yeah, their—it's just yeah. Anyway, dude, no, I think that's a good recipe for life, bro. It's a good, and people should yeah. definitely look it up. Yeah, get out of your head, <laughs> that's in your right, heart. Bro. That's if you right, need bro. Help. I know how to do it. <laughs> Thank you, bro. See. You.